Hi, everyone. This week, we're replaying one of our favorite episodes from our first year being a podcast. We hope you enjoy it, and we'll be back with a new, fresh podcast next week. Welcome to Just One More with Joanna and Daphne, a fitness and nutrition podcast for normal people who want to be more awesome. If you have trouble deciding between Just One More Cupcake and Just One More Kettlebell Swing, this is the podcast for you. I'm Joanna Shawflam. I am an actor, a comedian, and a normal person. And I am Daphne Yang. I'm a certified personal trainer, nutrition counselor, and the creator of Hit It, New York's ultimate high-intensity interval training workout. Before we get started, remember to talk to your doctor before beginning any workout or nutrition plan. Uh, this week, we are talking about something that I think both of us feel really passionately about, which is small steps. Uh, and the reason we want to talk about it is, um, as a normal person, I think the idea of changing your life to be more awesome can feel really overwhelming. It can feel like it's not worth it unless you make like a really huge change. Like, well, unless I'm going to, you know, become a, you know, no carb person, it's not worth it. Or unless I'm going to go vegan, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Or unless I'm going to run marathons, like why even bother? And that is a mindset that is totally sold to us by, um, fitness and nutrition media, but it's also like super destructive because any small change you make to make yourself more awesome, you're more awesome than you were before. And so Mm -hmm. it's always worth it to make a small change. Changes shouldn't be extreme. If changes are too extreme and if you make too many changes at once, uh, none of them are going to stick. That's just a matter of psychology. However, if you make very small changes at a time, they will last. It takes a few days for something to become habit. Um, However, it's really hard to change too many things all at once um, and try to maintain that. So we're just trying to steer people away from extreme thinking and trying to steer people away from, um, thinking like all or nothing. Totally. Mm -hmm. Um, and instead we want to empower you to do something right now. That's right. You (laughs) right now to make your life more awesome. Uh, and so the episode today is going to be, um, a bunch of suggestions for small things that you can do to make your life more awesome starting right now. Um, and as we're talking about stuff, if you make a change this week, um, let us know on our Facebook page. Um, you should give us a like if you haven't liked us already. Um, and, uh, you can tell us your stories about like your successes and failures because there are always failures, Mm -hmm. um, on the way to successes, um, in becoming more awesome. You can let us know if you have questions about these things, um, or questions in general. Um, and you can tell us what you'd like to hear more about. So give us a like over on the Facebook. We're facebook.com slash just one more podcast. Um, so are we ready for our list of suggestions for small, not scary changes to oh, being yeah. more awesome? Everyone can do at least one of these this week. Every one of you. Hashtag no excuses. This is my Daphne <laughs> getting tough voice. Am I doing a good job? It sounds just like me. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Uh, no excuses. So the first one is something we talked about last week. Pack a snack. Pack a snack. Yeah, make sure you have snacks on hand so that you are prepared for when you're hungry. Pack a snack that has some protein in it. Pack a snack that has some healthy fats in it and that has a little bit of a carbohydrate in it. And it's going to keep you fueled and satisfied and healthy and it'll prevent you from making an impulse buy or making an impulse decision. You, I remember when we were first talking about this, you had prepared Panda mm-hmm. um, and then I created Impulsive Impala, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is the counter to prepared Panda. You don't <laughs> want to be an Impulsive Impala, you want to be a prepared Panda uh, and you're going to pack a snack. So, some snacks that you might pack include (laughs) some cheese and some almonds. Uh, Some trail mix. Right. A bar. A bar. Beef jerky. That's right. Um, Some popcorn with um, maybe uh, some uh, uh, nuts on the side for some protein, maybe some fruit. A Tupperware of peanut butter pretzels. There you go. That is my jam. (laughs) Whatever sounds delicious to you, hummus and veggies. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, something that sounds exciting. Don't pack yourself a lame snack. 
Pack yourself an exciting snack. You're an adult. You get to choose your snack. Make it something that you like. But pack a snack. So that's one thing you could do if pack a snack. Another thing you could do, just a small thing, no big deal. NBD. NBD. <laughs> Add protein to your breakfast. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> Why do we need protein at breakfast? It's going to save your life. <laughs> no, eating protein with breakfast is probably the most important thing um, you could do for yourself. It's going to stimulate your metabolism, wake up your metabolism right away. It's going to help repair your metabolism if your metabolism is totally shot um, and it has no idea what it's doing. And um, it is going to keep you full and satisfied and energized to have a really great day. So what does this look like? If I'm going to add protein to my breakfast, I probably have to go to the store and buy some groceries. Buy some freaking groceries. <laughs> <laughs> um, what am I going to get at the store? We are all adults, people. Just buy some groceries. <laughs> have some groceries in the apartment, please. <laughs> Eggs, Greek yogurt, um, nut butters. Those are all my favorite sources of protein. Mm -hmm. And if you want to make a smoothie, you can put nuts and nut butters in the smoothie. And if you like protein powder, there are some really good ones out there. Um, I started using a protein powder that is actually a chocolate protein powder, but the base is like chickpea and beans and stuff, which is crazy because I'm trying to start to do a little less dairy, um, which is, but it's because I'm mildly lactose intolerant and that's really the only reason why I feel great by the way um, <laughs> using this protein powder so make a smoothie have some eggs if hard-boiled eggs are super boring to you <laughs> go ahead and pan fry them make them over easy have them with some avocado on whole grain toast and you are going to set yourself up for a really successful awesome day so this might require some planning, people. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Cooking eggs doesn't take any longer than making coffee. Exactly. You can do it. If, do you, it. if you don't have any time to make eggs in the morning, you can hard boil them all on Sunday, pop them in your mouth, uh, do something to add protein to your breakfast. You yeah. can do it. <laughs> My fiance was saying, this is also going to tangent back to our previous episode. <laughs> In which I alluded to his whole Barack Obama eats a few almonds. So Stuart is going to eat a few <laughs> almonds because he's like trying to do everything that he does. Uh -huh. um, so he also <laughs> said, do you think Barack Obama is running out the door, like rushing out on like with like half a granola bar in his stomach and like scarfing down a coffee? He was like, no, he eats eggs in the morning. <laughs> like, he's like, so I'm going to do that too. I love that. So go ahead, channel your favorite, you know, really put together successful person. There you go. And if they, it's your inner Beyonce. Beyonce is a great one. Uh, yeah. And you know Madonna's eating breakfast. That's right. George None Clooney. Of, that's right. Yeah. Clooney is not like eating a donut on the subway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Although I would buy that calendar. Oh my yeah. <laughs> So yeah, channel your inner your your favorite person who you think is somewhat put together. And for all we know, these people might not be, but channel your inner Joanna and Daphne. There you go. <laughs> and we eat breakfast. We do. Yeah. With protein. We in do. There. It's very important to us. We eat breakfast because we value our health and ourselves and because it's delicious and we feel so awesome throughout the day. That's right. So that's <laughs> a thing you could do this week. Just add protein to your breakfast. That's it. That's that's all. Here's another idea. Number three. Eat more avocado. We kind of talked to... I didn't... I, I totally stepped on number three's toes with my number two. That's okay. I already mentioned avocado. You can oh, eat man. avocado at breakfast. Avocado deserves its own number. You can eat avocado in a salad at lunch. You could eat it um, as a snack mm -hmm. at 4 p.m. Totally. And you but can... you cannot eat it at dinner. <laughs> Just kidding. You can have it at dinner. Avocado is our favorite thing. Why do we yeah. like avocados, Daphne? Avocado is nature's nature's gift to us <laughs> it is creamy and wonderful and delicious and it is one of the greatest ways for us to get healthy fats into our diet avocado is great for our intestines our hair our skin our nails and avocado getting those healthy fats into our system avocado is great for binding everything together in our intestines so we can excrete it nice and effectively so if you don't like avocado, don't force yourself to eat avocados, but you could also, it, this could be eat more avocado or it could be, um, have eat some olive oil. olive oil. Yeah. Have more healthy fats. Have more healthy fats. Mm -hmm. Have some fish. 
but we're we're gonna say eat more avocado because for a lot of people that's a good way to do that so that's it do you think we have any listeners who don't like avocado um (gasps) matt is not super into it what he um it has he just not had a good one no i think it's a texture issue because I think in some circumstances he is fine. Does he like and guacamole? Others, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's sometimes I have to say sometimes sliced avocados are inconvenient because whatever you're eating like slides out because they true. are slippery. Very true. Um, but not to speak for him, I don't know. Sometimes as a side for dinner, mm-hmm. if we um, are like putting something together, we'll just do we'll take an entire avocado and we'll just like slice it really pretty and then drizzle it with extra virgin olive oil and then sprinkle it with sea salt and cracked pepper and that's like a great side to any any dish totally yeah and that's not so painful right no you can make yourself more awesome by eating a delicious food yeah that's like the most basic avocado salad totally (laughs) yeah sounds great yeah pick that one right do it uh if you're not going to pick that one we can pick number four which is work on a cutoff time now, we've talked about this a lot, but what's a cutoff time? A cutoff time is an hour that you give yourself that you don't eat anything past. So I like to say the cutoff time is two hours before you start getting ready for bed. So whatever time that is for you. You should always go to bed a little bit hungry because you want your body to burn its own fat while you sleep. And you should always go to bed a little bit hungry because if you eat too late at night, your body has nothing to do with all that fuel in your system. So if you're eating... Um, either dinner too, too late, and then going right to sleep. That's a lot of food that's just in your body that the body doesn't have anywhere to use it. So a lot of it will just get stored. So stored as fat, fat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So work on a cutoff time. Uh, Now this one, I feel like working on a cutoff time is like a little bit of a bigger step. So there are steps on different sizes, but I included it on this list because people are at different places in their like wellness journey. Mm -hmm. And so for some people adding protein to their breakfast is like just about the most they can do Mm -hmm. or is like the only thing on this list that isn't scary. Um, and for some people they're, they've done some of that other stuff. And so the next thing for them is working on a cutoff time. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. That's where I am in my Mm -hmm. like journey right now is that I'm working on, um, you know, breaking some habits to, uh, you know, stop eating so late at night and Mm -hmm. instead, um, like working on a cutoff time. Some days it goes great. Some days it doesn't go so great. Yeah. Um, And that's something that I work on too. mm -hmm. I think, um, I think it's, it's probably one of, it's definitely, like you said, one of the bigger things Mm -hmm. and, and maybe harder in the sense that a lot of the things that we're, we talk about at just one more is adding things. And really this is the first time, or, or this is one of the things that we actually like stress to not add And if it feels a little deprivation-y, like, I get it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's hard. Like, there are times, too, when if I have gotten into the habit of always having dessert or having something Monday through Friday and, you know, it's just it's just starting to become really routine and and I kind of kick that habit, it's hard. Those Mm -hmm. first three nights of not having dessert after dinner or of having something, whether it's, like, dark chocolate or you know who, who knows what um anything it's it's hard it's really hard because a lot of times when we a lot of times late at night that's when we want to relax and a lot of times snacks or food or a treat that is um directly related to that so that's when I say if you are working on especially like weight reduction if you are working on weight reduction this is probably it could be a very good priority for someone to start working on this. And you can always break it down into a smaller step. Mm-hmm. So work on a cutoff time. That's a little vague. What if it's on Monday and Tuesday mm-hmm. I'm going to try? Or split it up. Have it not be two days in a row. Yeah. On Monday and Thursday I'm going to try to make sure that I'm done eating by 9 p.m. Right. Um, yeah. So you can break this down into a more achievable goal so that you um, – like find yourself in a place where you're having success. Mm-hmm. And then once you start having successes, you can like add another day. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, mm-hmm. there are all, almost always even smaller steps Definitely. than these small steps. And then take a look at your entire schedule as a whole and see if what evenings you get home later than other evenings and make it your goal for the evenings that you are home a little bit earlier to give yourself a little bit of an earlier cutoff time. Like for me, Wednesday nights are my late night. Like I, I know I've said this like millions of times, but you know, Wednesday nights, um, I'll get home around like 9.50, you know, mm-hmm. 9.55. And I, I don't mind it at all. You know, I, you know, when you love everything about your, your job, like great, you know, but yeah. I, I choose to go to Trader Joe's after I finish this client on the Upper West. And that's like just my routine. And so those nights, um, uh, you know, I don't have the ability to necessarily eat dinner while I'm out. So those nights I'm a little more flexible with myself and I know I'm probably going to eat something around 10, 15. I just make a better choice with that 10, 15 meal that I have. So, um, something that is a little lighter, something that is a little bit more protein based because it's sugar and carbohydrates that get stored as fat quickly. So the ultimate thing to remember is that we are all human and that, um, And that working on a cutoff time, I think, is important for everyone, regardless of weight loss or not, because the human body's digestive system is meant to rest when we rest. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So our fifth small step, this one for some people is a small step, and for some people is a really big Big step. Yeah. So this is another one that we can break down. But number five is cut out processed food. Mm -hmm. If it comes in fluorescent packaging... (laughs) (laughs) don't eat it. (laughs) So I think, um, processed foods, if you go into any grocery store, that essentially means like the middle of many aisles, Mm -hmm. like multiple, multiple, multiple aisles. Um, processed foods are very convenient and processed foods can sometimes be tasty, but there are even billed as healthy. Sometimes they are billed as healthy. And so what we're saying is don't necessarily eliminate anything for everything from these middle aisles, right? There are some things that we have to get from these middle aisles, right? Right. You know, canned beans. Um, I, I think it's, it's mainly like I'll get, you know, my nuts from this aisle and I'll get, you know, peanut butter pretzels. And, and if you guys like crackers, you know, I'll get like some pita chips all all that jazz. I think what we were really trying to say is when you are going for convenience foods, just make sure they are the utmost quality. Like there is a big difference between getting something that is, um, getting something that comes from, I'll just like name brands. Like yeah. there's a big difference in, from eating like Cheetos and like wise potato chips and, um, a big difference between eating like sour patch kids and, um, it's like eat things that are that colorful, but in produce, <laughs> you know, so cut out processed foods, start to avoid people, processed foods. I do feel like I have to say normal people know that Cheetos and an orange are not an even swap. <laughs> Those are two very different foods. They are very different. Um, but what I would say with the processed food thing is like, look at what is the biggest thing for you. Like, do you drink a lot of soda? Like that would be a good place to start. Yeah, like if you did nothing else, but like I was just watching this interview with Leslie Jones um, on the Today Show, and she um, said that she her doctor told her that she needed to lose weight for health reasons. She did lose a bunch of weight. She said half of that was just not drinking soda. Yeah, and so like there are places where you can probably make a big impact by just looking at one area of processed food that don't mean that you have to give up like everything you've ever loved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And on the flip side of that, like, does this mean you never get to have like a roll of shock tarts on a road trip again? <laughs> Just to yours. use my personal example. Yeah. No, you, yeah. get, you still get to do that. I know. That's like the only thing fluorescent you've like really ever consumed. <laughs> Maybe not ever, but in the time that we've been working together, yeah. pretty much. But looking to cut out processed food as much as possible mm-hmm. is a good step to take. Yeah. Um, that doesn't even involve exercising. Yeah. Hashtag eat real food. Eat real food. Um, all right. So now we're going to get into um, some less food related um, steps. So if food is too scary, you're not ready to touch the food thing, 
or you feel like you have a handle on the food thing and you want to work on something else, number six on our list of small steps toward being more awesome is walk 10 more minutes per day. Just 10. Just 10. If you're in New York, maybe that means walking to the next closest subway stop or mm-hmm. getting off. Getting off earlier. Earlier. Yep. And um, it, uh, what I remember doing as a kid, I always remember in the summer times, my family, we would always go on like a long walk in our neighborhood every night, every single night. It was like such a routine. We would all eat dinner. And then I remember I was like barefoot on these <laughs> walks. It was just such such a great great you know upbringing doing that in northern california and then we would go back and we'd eat watermelon on our porch so <laughs> you know it's that um uh there is a chinese proverb and i don't know the exact words verbatim but the translation means a hundred steps after dinner means a hundred years of life oh. so it's essentially saying that um walking walking extra especially if you walk either like before or after a meal uh it helps with digestion it burns extra calories it's just extra physical activity that your body is going to benefit from so now if you live in new york and if you're walking all the time as it is um chances are joanna and i were literally like just talking about this i mean we must walk miles a day and we're running up subway stairs miles yeah and it's like for someone who is new to the city, that would be like a really big shock and probably a big shock to their system and their body would probably respond in some way, shape or form right away. Um, but how long have you, have, how long have we been living here, Joanna? 13 years. <laughs> 13 years. <laughs> 13 years. Our bodies are unfortunately are used to it. <laughs> so, you know, for those of you New Yorkers out there who walk a ton walk a little extra, mm-hmm. but do it with intention. So if you can try to do it without a bag, try to do it, you know, after dinner with your loved one, try to do it before dinner. Um, just like listening to an I, a, a podcast, maybe our podcast, for example, and, <laughs> and catching the sunset, you mm-hmm. know, it's summer, go ahead and try to be outdoors 10 more minutes a day, walk 10 more minutes a day. And this is especially good if you're someone who doesn't exercise. Um, as a way of just like starting to get a little bit closer to this idea that like movement is a regular part of your life. Um, you don't have to start out by training for a half marathon. Mm-mm. All you have to start by doing is moving your body and walking is like the most natural way for us to move our bodies. So if your first little small step is walking 10 minutes a day, do that and then build from there. Awesome. All right. Our next 10 small steps to being more awesome. Our next step or another step you could do, because this isn't really a building list. This is like an options list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Next option, do a Tabata in the morning. I say tomato, you say? Tabata. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your joke. <laughs> Why not? No, it was fine. So what's a Tabata, Daphne? <laughs> Usually I'm the one making bad jokes on this show. Uh, I didn't know that was a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely like a dad joke. Uh, it was kind of a dad joke. I say it all the time in class. It's, it's pretty bad. It's like the one joke I have. It's Oh, sorry. I insulted it. <laughs> it's okay. I think I need to retire it. So. Well, so, so tell us about what a Tabata is. So a Tabata is my favorite method of high-intensity interval training. We do a lot of Tabata training in my class, Hit It!, so uh, Tabata, the name comes from the man who invented it. So he's actually still alive. He's this old Japanese um, exercise scientist, physician, and researcher. So he conducted a study back in the early 90s where um, he put two groups of cyclists on um, uh, two. He took two groups of cyclists and put them through an exercise program for six weeks. So the control group did about one hour of just a moderate, you know, cycling kind of easy, uh, five times a week for an hour. And then the other group did this high intensity style where um, they would go 20 seconds all out and then recover for 10 seconds and then 20 seconds all out and repeat it for eight rounds, totaling four minutes. So that means the control group was exercising for 1800 minutes and the other group was exercising for way less, um, over this six week period. So they had exercised 120 minutes during the six week period. So the results were pretty crazy. 
Um, both of the gr the groups improved aerobically, but the group doing the Tabata training, their fitness level and their um, their aerobic capacity increased twenty eight percent. So what that means is their hearts were stronger, their bodies could intake more blood, and their bodies could pump way more blood to their heart. So essentially they became fitter way faster. So now it's become very popular in um, the exercise world to do high intensity interval training. So what that means for you out there, what that means for us, and what uh, it's something that trainers have known about for like a really long time, and I'm really happy that it's becoming very popular now because it actually is a super effective way to a skyrocket your metabolism and it's going to challenge your heart rate rate in ways um, you can't imagine your body has to work so hard but the time you're doing the work is only 20 seconds so the big thing here is that your metabolism is going to stay elevated for about 48 hours after doing one really effective tabata so that's elevating your metabolism for 48 hours after doing one four minute tabata so now during this tabata what i recommend everyone to do is to download a tabata timer i'll link and, to one in the show notes mm -hmm, there are, you can get all of them for free and the Tabata timer, what I recommend doing is decide if you want to do, you have options. You can do a Tabata on the treadmill, you can do a Tabata on the bike, or you can do a Tabata in your living room. Right, let's say I'm like so, getting out of bed, I'm in my pajamas. Yeah, so here's what I recommend. I recommend taking your two favorite cardiovascular exercises, things that get your heart rate up like stupid high. Just so you know, normal people don't have quote unquote favorite cardiovascular exercises. <laughs> so you're going to do my favorite two <laughs> cardiovascular exercises. So you're going to do, um, so here are just some options, jumping jacks, high knees, uh, jump squats, jump lunges, and then the epitome of just favorite, wonderful, total body heart rate pumping exercise. The burpee. The burpee is my favorite. It, it gets your heart rate up. This is why you're not high. a normal person. I know. I, but at heart, I'm a normal person. I just happen <laughs> to have... I, I know... I love burpees because I know what they do for mm -hmm. for all, all the, the persons. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what's going to happen. You're going to pick your two favorite exercises. And you are going to do 20 seconds of one at your all-out maximum effort. And when we say all-out maximum effort, we mean like like no holding back. Like for 20 seconds, you're going to work or make sure you warm up first just by kind of jogging around, foam rolling, doing a few jumping jacks, maybe uh, all out maximum effort for 10 seconds. You rest for the rest. You can either just stand there or just kind of march in place a little bit. If you need to flush out your legs, then do 20 seconds of the next exercise at your all out maximum effort. And the goal is all out maximum effort. Um, and then you should just jog in place a little bit and repeat that until every exercise has been performed four times. I used to do Tabatas of only burpees the entire time. So oh, eight, eight full rounds, I was able to get in six burpees per 20 seconds. So six times eight, that's 48 burpees in four minutes. And I was a, a puddle, just like my lungs burned. My lungs were sore the next day after doing that for the very first time because I hadn't had that much oxygen. I haven't breathed like that. I can't do that when I sprint. For me no matter how fast I sprint, I can get my heart rate up, but there's something about the burpee because there is a push-up involved. Mm -hmm. The arms are so close to your heart. So when you move your arms, you also have the ability to skyrocket the heart rate up a little bit higher. So, but, but, but do sprints too. I mean, by all means, like do a Tabata of sprints if you can. So the health benefits of this are, um, if you do this a few times a week as an extra to the workouts you're already doing, awesome. It's just, it's gonna, it's gonna change your life. And if I'm a person who's not working out at all and can't start do with, a burpee, start with jumping jacks and high knees. Cool. Yeah. And so it's still worth doing, even if you're not doing eight 1, rounds of burpees. thousand percent. Yeah. And for people who are new to exercise, um, it can be just jogging in place for 20 seconds and then resting 10, jogging in place again for 20 seconds. It doesn't have to be two exercises. The protocol is four minutes of 20 on 10 off. You could do one exercise, you could do two, you could do four. But then if you do four exercises, each one only gets done two times. You see what, so mm -hmm. it's, um, so yeah, do a Tabata in the morning and it's just gonna skyrocket your metabolism. Awesome. Yay. And it's just four minutes. 
You can do anything for four minutes. That's right. Uh, so our next option, our, our next idea for um, a way to be more awesome, if you are already exercising, say that cardio is part of your regular exercise routine, an idea to make yourself more awesome is switch your cardio to intervals. Switch it up. So even though we, we love Tabata training here at Just One More, we also love running too, and we also love we also love cardio. Um, I think running outdoors is very different than being on an elliptical machine for 30 minutes. Um, I think that if you are to do cardio indoors, the best machines to pick are the stairs, the, um, the stairs, the treadmill, but set the treadmill at an incline, make sure it's not at zero, put it at 2.0, um, or the bike, if you are able to get the resistance up a little bit higher, but whatever cardio you do, you do, whether it's in the gym or it's outdoors, Make it fun. Warm up on this whatever cardio you're doing and then sprint or go fast or run up the, the if you're doing the stairs, you're the stair master, run up the stairs or cycle really fast for one minute and then go ahead and recover for two or three minutes. It's just fun. It's fun. There's even a Swedish word for this called fartlek. <laughs> F-A-R-T-L-E-K. So it's not fartlek. You. It's fartlek. And it's just a Swedish word for speed play. And this is essentially like applying like a long Tabata to your cardio. Totally. And it really does make the time pass faster. It's so much more fun. And you get more out of your workout. Mm -hmm. So if you're already regularly doing cardio, but you are doing it all basically at the same speed, maybe your step to being more awesome is to throw in some intervals. It's going to break you past your plateau. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. All right. Our, our ninth suggestion for a step to being more awesome is buy a Nalgene. Just do it. Now, it doesn't have to be a Nalgene brand water bottle, but uh, Daphne suggested that was one of the first things you said to me when you started meeting is buy a large water bottle that I can bring with me everywhere. Mm -hmm. Why? It's very important to stay hydrated. Hydration is key. Having a water bottle on you at all times, for me now it's like my security blanket. If I ever leave without it, it's the weirdest thing. Um, even going to, it's interesting, even like packing for like a night out and I bring the same bag with me no matter where I go. So even if it's like, even if it's like dinner, I'll, it'll, or like, even if it's like a social event, I still bring my, my Longchamps bag, which can fit a whole bunch of stuff in it. And I'll still bring my Nalgene and fill it at least halfway with water. At the start of the day I have, I actually started doing this in college. So the, the, the Nalgene I have is the biggest one and it's the tallest one. Uh, in terms of ounces, I'm not sure how many ounces it can hold, but I started doing this in college and I have not bought a plastic water bottle probably in over 12 years. So it's good for the environment. You should have water on you at all times. Hydration is critical. And um, yeah, those, those are <laughs> pretty much it. It doesn't have to be a Nalgene, although I like that Nalgene's can carry a lot of water. And if it gets a little heavy, um, well, Drink the water. Just drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And I got a wide mouth Nalgene, and then I got a little um, insert thing that is called a splash guard, um, and it's BPA-free. It's food-grade silicone, and it, like, sits in the mouth of my Nalgene and makes it so that I don't pour water on myself all the time. You should put that in the show notes. I, yes, yeah. I'll put a link on the show notes. Yeah. Because it really, I know what, I know, I understand why a lot of people don't like drinking out of Nalgene's, but this has fixed it for me. Yeah. It's like, it's wide so I can wash in there easily. Yeah. But then when I drink out of it, I don't spill on myself. Yeah. So it's great. Uh, so it's interesting. Nalgene's are actually starting to become like the less popular water bottle. It's all about, um... Is it Camelback, the big mm -hmm. brand? There's so many different water bottle brands out there. Um, they're all great. You're just mainly looking for it to be BPA-free. Mm -hmm. And BPA is a type of pl plastic. It's, it's a chemical in plastic chemical, that yes. might yeah. be bad for you. Yeah. So pretty much, I mean, just don't buy plastic water bottles. I hate seeing plastic water bottles, Joanna. That's a pet peeve of mine. I'm going to get worked up right now. It is, and it's actually like a social justice issue too, like yeah. because the more we sell bottled water, the more we get this idea that clean water is a privilege and not a right. Yeah. Um, and I know, right? Yeah. That's such a good point. And we all have the right to clean water. That is such a good point, Joanna. Yeah. I think that, yeah, it's just not good. I like, I, I just, just buy an algae for the environment. California just outlawed styrofoam and I'm so happy about it. 
in California, also paper plastic bags cost 10 cents in the we entire know, California state. California is perfect. <laughs> Everything's amazing in California. We get it. We walk around barefoot and walks with her perfect family. <laughs> Point is... I have a lot of pride coming from California. Point is, buy a water bottle. Buy a water bottle. Um, Nalgene's have this reputation of being like full on like LL Bean camping type things. I feel like that's like the only place to find them now. Like even on Amazon Prime, it's like, it's like still through, I think the LL Bean store. <laughs> just, just buy them. They might yeah. not be the trendiest, but like I, I'm a Nalgene like. Plus you can chuck them against a tree and they won't break. Oh yeah. That and they're indestructible. Mm-hmm. They're literally indestructible. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Yeah, the only reason why I've had to buy new ones is because I've lost them yeah. throughout the years. Yeah, I left one in just I just left one in Central Park teaching an outdoor class. I was like, oh, it's just in the park. <laughs> Never found well, it. Well, hopefully someone picked it up. And I used hope it. so. Yeah. So that's not even hard. Like all you have to do is buy a thing, and they're not even expensive. Yeah, you could totally do that. Do this it. Week. Shop till you drop. That's right. I'll even put a link in the show notes. Thank you, Joanna. Uh, and our last suggestion for a step, you, a small step you could do to be more awesome is do a stress reduction activity. <laughs> so, okay, my copywriting on this one was not particularly elegant, okay. but I wanted to be able to include um, lots of things that are stress reduction activities. So that can include a yoga class. Mm-hmm. It can include meditation. Mm-hmm. It can also include going for a walk by yourself or with a loved one. Could include going to a museum. Those are all really good ones. Connecting to nature, I think, is important for stress reduction. Um, listening to nature sounds on Spotify. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good one. Yeah. I think um, it's really important for people to have a, a, an activity that does reduce stress that's actually not a workout. Um, well, it, well, like yoga, I would consider. That would probably be mine. But then, like, the other day, Sarah and I, before dinner on Monday... Um, we had made like a big vat of dinner on Sunday. It makes it sound like I made like, I mean, it was like a white bean, you know, kale soup. So we knew Monday we didn't need to cook. And so Monday after I finished training and the days are just so long. I love New York summers with all my heart. And, um, I mean, I kid you not, it's like bright at 9 PM. Like it's, so we went on a nice long walk for about 45 minutes and just like strolled Strolled, but kind of power walked too. Like I was definitely pumping my arms at one point in time and caught up and watched the sunset on the West side. And I can't even tell you like what a great, you know, mental break that was for me. For me, brick room yoga is definitely a stress reduction activity. And yeah, I don't even really consider that a workout for me. That is really just like 90 minutes because brick room yoga classes are long. Mm -hmm. That really is just um, time for me to, to take to myself. But, you know, doing... Lots of, you know, research on stress throughout the years and learning a lot about stress and what it does to your body. A lot of scientists have found, you know, the research to support that really connecting to nature is what reduces stress. And why do we want to reduce our stress? We want to reduce our stress because we will lose weight. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. We want to reduce stress because overall it's going to improve our quality of life. Um, When we reduce our stress levels, everything functions better in our system, in our physiological system. So when we reduce our stress levels, we sleep better. We have, um, uh, we're happier emotionally and everything functions better from a digestive standpoint, circulation standpoint. Everything just functions better with all of our systems within our body. Awesome. Uh, I have a little meditation app for my phone um, called Stop, Breathe, and Think, and it has like little guided meditations on it. Um, and, uh, that's one thing that you could do. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like a 90 minute class or like no, a 45 minute no. walk. It could be like a 10 minute meditation. I've tried to start meditating. I haven't even told you this yet. I started <gasps> meditating for the very first time, like four days ago. Oh yeah. How's yeah. it going? So far so good. Um, I'm just doing like two minutes in the morning uh-huh. and it's like, cause really that's all you need. And, um, uh, I am on the same page as you guided meditation works great for me. And I think it's, it's just, yeah, it's just nice to have someone just tell you to like focus on your breathing. Mm-hmm. And like the purpose of meditation isn't to like not think about anything because your brain's going to wander. Like it's going to wander no matter what. But I think really it's just a, a chance for you to like be in touch with your, like with your breath, with how you're feeling, 
Um, and it just kind of sets you up for the rest of the day. And then also nighttime meditation, I think is really beneficial because it probably helps you sleep a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but we'll get more into meditation as I learn more about meditation. <laughs> Great. I look forward to it, but so, whatever reduces stress for you, as long as it's healthy for you and, not, and by which I mean, not destructive. Yeah. Um, uh, no benders. Yeah. Um, then uh, that can be a stress reduction activity and like schedule it into your week. And then you've made yourself more awesome. I think the important thing to think is that self-care is really, self-care is so important. And by taking moments to care for yourself, that is actually not you being selfish. That's you being selfless. That's you taking care of yourself so that you can optimally take care of all of those around you. So you can be a better partner, um, a better family member. You can be a better employee. So think of it as this way, instead of thinking as these stress reduction activities as either time consuming or you don't have time for everyone has time. Everyone's freaking busy in this city. Like everyone's (laughs) busy. We get it. Like no one is busier than anybody else. Everybody thinks they're the busiest. Like you have time to do something that is going to help with your stress reduction. So... Um, and you deserve it. You, you deserve do. it. You really do. Because so, you're amazing. You are. <laughs> so we've just listed 10 things that you could do this week to be more awesome. Are we saying do all 10? No. No, we're not. We're saying you got no reason not to pick one and put it into your life right now. There's no, you don't have to wait. You can just do it starting right now. Many of these, you don't even have to buy anything. You can just do them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm going to say again what they are. And then I want to hear from you what what step you took this week to be more awesome. And maybe we can uh, post about what what we're going to do or what we do to be more awesome. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. we can always take a new step. Yeah. There are definitely some things I want to work on. Awesome. AKA meditation. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So our suggestions were pack a snack, add protein to your breakfast, eat more avocado, work on a cutoff time for eating in the evening, cut out processed food, walk 10 more minutes a day, do a Tabata in the morning, switch your cardio to intervals if you're already doing cardio, buy a Nalgene or another water bottle, and do a stress reduction activity. So pick one and uh, make your life better this week. Hashtag no excuses. This is a feature we call, this is crazy, right? Where I bring Daphne a thing that I think is crazy and she tells me if it is crazy or if there's actually something to it. All right, so this is another one from Pinterest. So this is called Jillian Michaels Detox Water Does It was what I clicked on. So I click on, I'm gonna take you through the site so you can see just how crazy this is. So I I go to the site, I already have a pop-up ad that says, Rock your detox, rock your body, and rock your results. Wait, don't miss out. Grab our detox cheat sheets now. And I have to send, send in my email address to get our detox cheat sheets. Okay, so I close this. Uh, I go to the first page. I have to scroll down through like seven ads to even get to the text. It says, I'm looking for the Jillian, or you're looking for the Jillian Michaels detox water recipe, right? And then she says, before uh, I tell it to you, We have to tell you some secrets. And then she says, if we do this, we're going to drop five to eight pounds in seven days. We're going to feel so energized. We're going to kick cravings to the curb, get rid of bloat, and put a healthy glow back in our skin. So it says there are three secrets. All right, so I have to click this button that says go to secret number one. See a bajillion more ads. (laughs) Get secret number one. There's a picture of a lady eating bananas. Now I have to click another page to go to secret number two. I still don't know what the stuff is in the detox water. This is the worst website I've ever seen. It's the worst. Oh, I just got another pop-up about detox meal plans and cheat sheets. I got two pop-ups on top of each other (laughs) for the same thing. Okay, we get our our next secret. Uh, I don't even know what it is because I've scrolled down so far. I've clicked another page. I still don't know the thing that I came to the site to find out. I'm only on secret number two. How am I only on secret number two? Oh my god. I clicked on the wrong thing. Now I have to go back. Yeah, be careful. I don't want your computer to get a virus. <laughs> You're going to start hearing oh a voice that's like, yeah, I think it's more like, this is crazy, right? Like the woman who runs this site. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so I finally, after clicking through even more pages, finally download the secret recipe for the detox water. 
And it is something like cranberry juice, lemon, dandelion tea. What else is in there? Uh, so it is, yeah, and I did a little bit of research on this as well. And this is something that Jillian Michaels has developed. And it is uh, dandelion root tea, which you can get anywhere, and distilled water, lemon juice, and a little bit of pure cranberry juice. And they're just saying to just mix all of these ingredients together. And drink a certain amount of it a day, And drink right? a certain m- amount of it a day. Okay, so here are... Well, so, and okay. I'm going to lose five to eight pounds. Okay, so here's what I think. Um, well, first of all, I actually really do love Jillian Michaels. I think she's super cool. And she was the one who many years ago was like, yeah, I did a juice cleanse when I was younger. And all my hair fell out and I gained back tons and tons of weight and it took me eight months for my body to recover from it that was exactly what happened to me when I did my detox and I was like oh my gosh finally like a real person who eats real food then and I watched her reality show on E this past year and I mean she's hysterical and she really preaches a um she does preach a lot of balance and strength and I appreciate that about her also if you look at her workouts like they're pretty cool like she knows her stuff and she actually She's actually pretty creative with a lot of her movements, and I'm not going to lie, I've stolen some things. So, <laughs> so in terms of this detox tea... So Jillian Michaels, not crazy. Jillian Michaels, not crazy. The, the, the person whose website you sent me... <laughs> should we name... We shouldn't uh-huh. name the blog now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you guys... You, you guys might find it if you Google Jillian Michaels detox water. <laughs> Hopefully it just leads you to Jillian Michaels, but... Um, okay, so this detox water, well, first of all, anything with the name detox in it is very scary for me because um, detox just has a lot of connotations to it. It, it has this like feeling of like a cleanse or um, it's extreme. Like a, a, a extreme quick fix. This isn't really, okay, in terms of the actual tea itself, I kind of want to try it. First of all, dandelion root tea is something that people have been drinking for like hundreds of years, thousands of years. I've never actually drank it, but it's just a natural diuretic. Cranberry juice is a natural diuretic. Um, uh, Lemon juice is a natural diuretic. And if you just drink all of these in combination together, I don't know exactly what ratio of everything. I think it's just one bag of tea steeped in the distilled water, lemon juice, and then like one tablespoon of just pure cranberry juice with no sugar added. Actually, I'm looking at it now. So it's 60 ounces purified water, two tablespoons pure cranberry juice, two tablespoons lemon juice, a bag of dandelion root tea stewed. Okay. Yeah, that's all fine. All of that. These are all ingredients where, um, I mean like dandelion root i i don't know too much about like herbology Mm -hmm. um but i know that that is something that's like very big in the world of uh, i think i think sarah actually our acupuncturist has mentioned it to me but um yeah like people talk about dandelion root and marshmallow root and like all that stuff there are properties to it so uh in terms of the actual tea it looks awesome i'm curious to try it because it sounds like it's just getting a lot of good things in my body and that's a priority for me however I think if she's turning this, which I'm not sure if she is, but if it's some type of plan where you're just like only drinking this, which I think she would never do. No, but, um, I think the like, idea is you like eat this special, or at least the idea on this version of it on the website is you like eat specific foods and then you drink 60 ounces of this water a day and you lose five to eight pounds in a week. Oh, okay. So if you do lose weight because of this, um, chances are you are losing weight because if she's having you eat cleaner overall, obviously you're going to lose weight mm-hmm. um, because you're eating cleaner. In terms of what this drink is going to do, it's going to be one of those drinks that helps you go to the bathroom and it's going to prevent your water from retaining water weight, uh, which is totally fine. All of these things are pretty natural. Um, like I purposefully, I, I used to drink coffee to help me with like flushing everything out first thing in the morning. I actually don't anymore, which is really crazy. I don't drink but coffee. But I either. do. Yeah. And and you know, because I, I know you've always been a tea girl and mm-hmm. I've always been a coffee girl. And I've actually started to wean myself off of it for no apparent reason other than um, just sleeping better. I love caffeine. But so the tea I drink now, I'll just do like tea, whatever tea I have, which is can be anything. It can be green mm-hmm. tea. I know you don't like chamomile, but like chamomile tea, lemon ginger tea, you know, whatever. And I put lemon juice in it. And, you know, that makes me go to the bathroom in itself. Just having hot water in the morning mm-hmm. with, like, lemon, maybe, 
help helps flush you out. So yeah, it's going to flush you out. Like you're going to go to the bathroom. If you drink this, it's going to work as a diuretic. Um, a diuretic is just something that kind of flushes you out and prevents your body from bloating. So I think my take on this is that, yeah, it seems kind of interesting and it's not dangerous in any way, shape or form. These are all natural things. It's not a starvation diet. It's just some type of power water. I wish you just called it power water. Yeah. You know, like why can't, why do you have to call it a detox? Because it sells. Detox sells, unfortunately. Um, But really it's just like putting some natural ingredients into your water or your water. You know, this is no different than me telling you, Joanna, to put mint and lemon juice in your water. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, this is just adding literally dandelion and cranberry juice to it. So yeah, you know, if this seems interesting to you, I might give this a shot, but I think that the reason why people are claiming that this is giving them these like miracle things of like losing so much weight is probably because when you make these choices to you know, put dandelion root in your body. Generally you take better care of yourself throughout the rest of the day too. So if you lose weight, it's probably because you're not um, consuming as many processed foods and maybe you've cleaned up your diet. And another thing, if it's a diuretic, it's just flushing out excess water in your system. So you'll be peeing a lot. And if you're retaining water, um, which we do when we're dehydrated and we retain water during certain times of the month, like I retain a lot of water before that time of month for me. So who knows, maybe that'll be a good time for me to try it, but then it'll just flush you out. Would I do this and try it and like try to do some type of, you know, quote unquote, like food plan? No, definitely not. But am I curious to try this and see how it tastes? Yeah, totally. I'm down. So Jillian Michaels, not crazy. The The website initially. Drink itself, not (laughs) crazy. Website and this idea of like detox and like losing a bunch of weight all at once with like some miracle cure. Totally crazy. Boom. You got it, Joanna. (laughs) Thanks, Daphne. Thanks for listening to Just One More with Joanna and Daphne. Our show is hosted by Daphne Yang and me, Joanna Shaw-Flam. We're produced and edited by me. Our theme music is by Hannah vs. The Many, who you can hear at hannahvsthemany.com. We'll be back next week. You can make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing to Just One More on iTunes, Google Play Music, or whatever you use to listen to podcasts. For show notes and for help subscribing, you can go to our website, justonemorepodcast.com. Let us know what you think. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Just One More Pod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Just One More Podcast, or you can email us at info at Just One More Podcast.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.